good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. I'm Chuck Zach. That's Tony Kirk. If you're uh, just joining us for the first time ever, turn the dial. This is not for you. No, I'm yes, kidding. This is We're for you. We for welcome everyone. you. We welcome you. It's an acquired taste. We're for everyone. Come on board. What's a thing you've eaten that you didn't like at first, then all of a sudden have an acquired taste for? Well, I don't think anything. I mean, Nothing. Like you tried it, you liked it. Like as a kid, I hated tomatoes. Really? Would not touch a tomato. I actually don't mind tomatoes now. That was an acquired taste. I Either didn't... it tastes good or it tastes bad. It's not an As a kid? Like yeah. you didn't you never try anything as a kid and went, Oh, that stinks. I'd never eat that again and then found out later on, you know. No, typically if it, it tasted bad, it just tasted bad. Oh, it was tomatoes for me. Yeah. A lot of people do they acquire their taste for something. That's why it's called that, an acquired taste. That's who we are. See, I always thought that had to do with culture. You acquired the taste culturally in things. No. Really? No. It's actual your taste buds yes. have changed. Yes. Like things are salty now that I didn't think were salty before. My salt change is well, different. You had that COVID. Everything changed for you. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. You <laughs> can't argue with the COVID. Your taste buds reaction. have been whacked up ever since the COVID back a year know. or two ago. That donut I just tried to eat, it didn't taste right. Well, then see. <laughs> if if donuts taste bad now. No, no, not all of them. Just that one. No, if donuts don't taste right, I'm done. I can't do it after that. All right, hey, you're in the yard. Hey, guys, what's up? Oh, the doc is in early. Yep, I'm uh, I'm swinging on the first pitch. Ooh, oh, like that. aggressive. Let's hear it. Well, what you guys were talking about this morning, uh, the three guys uh, – uh, on the morning show that uh, you guys were talking about deep pockets and stuff, uh, the deep pocket theory? Well, I, I, and I stick to my guns on that. I think a lot of baseball players today um, in the U.S. now, obviously I'm not talking about the Dominican and places like that, but I think baseball is very dominated today by uh, folks with deep pockets, particularly uh, the travel ball, which turns into college ball. Yeah, but you got to understand, not everybody makes it to the to the dance. Oh, I agree, but uh, as my friend Billy Lavender says, if you got a glove and a ball cap, you can play college ball. Well, uh, if you pay off some certain people, you you'll be able to get in there. I don't think you have to pay off anybody. I think they're looking for people at certain schools, some of the smaller schools, to fill out rosters. And if you're willing to pay to play, uh, pay the tuition, pay the cost, the housing, uh, food, whatever, I think there's a lot of institutions that if you can play at a, a minimal level uh, that are looking for you. Describe minimal level. Well, I don't think if you or child know which direction to run first base. <laughs> but I, as I said, this, if you can hit the curveball, I think there's a place for you. And there's some kids just can't hit a curveball. No. Yeah, but we've seen some kids <laughs> that are on rosters that aren't great players and aren't going to ever. But that doesn't. Play. Yes, but they may get in a game a year, or yeah. a couple games yeah. a year, or whatever. Keep them there. Or they may just hang around for a year or two and be a part of the program, which I think is a big part of. Which you, I think that helps you pick up women, doesn't it? I'm I, a I, UT baseball well, player kind of guy. I'm a 
Oklahoma Sooner backup. And I don't think at those schools I, that's the, the case. I think there are schools at the lower levels that you can be on the team or in the program and maybe not see any action and be a part of it if you're willing to pay to play. I don't think that helps you with the women. Probably not. Yeah. And I wanted to go ahead and uh, comment on what you said yesterday that the callers should uh, go ahead and uh, frequent more uh, Texas M, Texarkana uh, college games. Yes. Uh, I've been there. I've been there and done that. I've seen them uh, through the years and stuff, and uh, uh, I've seen them play. You know, but the problem is, uh, once summertime comes, uh, they ain't playing no more. Uh, I know, the season's I know. over. Uh, and and there needs to be something for the community for for the local people. Well, I'm holding out for mud wrestling. We've, still. we've had had it, and the community has kind of voted no on that. They poo pooed it. They just didn't show up and support it on multiple occasions. Now I'll be honest with you, I I don't know that I'm going to sit outside 98 degree temperature either. Well, that's next week. I know, in a, <laughs> but I'm saying that in the middle of the summer, I don't know you're going to get me out and, and enjoy I think that was baseball. Part of it that was one of the things we criticized years ago when they took the top off the top. Okay, well, there's uh, say they don't have none of that, you know, because it's hot and they're like that. Uh, Saturday, uh, today's Cinco de Mayo, and you know, there's going to be a lot of uh, partying going on over there on the border. And on Saturday, with that wine fest, you know, there's going to be a lot of people topsy turvy, and you know, they gotta you gotta be careful on those drinks, uh, you know, uh, because if they get out there and they drink and drive, you know, <laughs> they could hurt somebody real bad, you know, and. Uh, but, you know, there needs to be something. Like, I don't drink. I, I don't drink. That's why I wouldn't. Well, you that. shouldn't be because I don't think you'll be able to handle it. Me and my girlfriend, uh, we went to, uh, to that uh, uh, trophy husband several times uh, when we were together. Uh, we, we checked, and that's going to be the band playing because uh, my, my ex-girlfriend knew uh, – the mother of that that girl that's uh, the singer, you know. That's why I went to that. But I don't frequent no stuff that's got alcohol, you know, because well, uh, I'm not a drinker, you know. Uh, the wine festival it's separate. You, the general area is not a drinking area. The, right. the, it's in the inside the ball field there. So we got, okay. we got uh, caged up. Yeah. Right. But you guys talked about the other day that minor league baseball, uh, you know, was different. You know, that, that there's other things that they do to occupy the people's minds yes. with, with minor league baseball. And that's why I go to minor league baseball because there's a lot of things to do. There's a lot of things to do for families and all that to keep them occupied and all that. Because baseball, if you go uh, four four hours, that's boring. I mean, you know. and uh, <laughs> Wow. Jeez. Fan of the game. Well, if if you're watching a four hour game and it's uh one to one and all that and there ain't no home runs, no nothing, it's boring game. Are you, you a, know, wait, boring. are you a soccer fan? No, soccer soccer is uh I'm not a soccer fan. I like to watch uh, uh the World Cup whenever all the different uh, uh nations play each other. That's what I like, but all this stuff about the Champions League that's boring to me. It's right. boring. All right, cuz you know it's similar one to one. <laughs> Wait a minute now. We got extended period. Now, you know, I wish we get our buddy Chris Ross back in here sometime because you remember Chris 
worked minor league baseball uh, for one season when they switched over. He went over from the Bandits over to minor league baseball. Yeah. And he did minor league hockey as well. And both those groups did a lot to try to entertain people. Yeah. They brought people out of the stands and, and had them do the twirl around with the bat and get drunk in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> running the bases and had kids running the bases and, and a lot of interaction and I really thought both with the bandits and uh, what was the gunslingers, gunslingers. Yeah. that both of those organizations really tried to do a lot to give you non-sport entertainment but at the end of the day it's Texarkana we just didn't support it it's Texarkana it's a problem as our buddies uh T. Haggai says, uh, we just want more hamburgers. That's right. You got more restaurants, we're there. You got more more athletic activities, we are not. We do not. Friday nights in the fall. Friday nights in the fall. I sat at a baseball game last night. Good crowd at Arkansas High. Yeah. Good crowds at Texas High and PG LE for, for high school baseball. Yeah. But And when basketball, no. you got a team winning, they'll draw well. But we've seen. But you know those are the same things over. It's the same crowd. It's the high school crowd. It's the high school crowd. It's the high school crowd. They're supporters of the kids on the field. They're not supporters of folks coming in who have been drafted, selected, relocated, whatever, to be part of the athletic but community. As I, said, as I said yesterday, you weren't here. Parents for those kids do come into town and watch. Because yeah. most of the crowd is parents. And that's who watches us is on our feeds when we're working right. for A&M Tushkana. Right. Oh, I get that. And that's why we do the feed, but that doesn't pay the bill in the community. No, and that's not, as I said, we couldn't sell advertising and no. put it on the radio. It's exactly what he's, he's talking about. You want activities, well, every time we have one, within a week, there are just a lot of empty seats that are disguised as fans, I guess, or fans disguised as empty seats, however you want to put it. We don't have them. They're not there, and why would you come back here? They haven't. They've moved on. That's what we got. Colin, man. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Yeah. See ya. Yeah, it's sad. It is sad. It's 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 a disturbing reality of where we live. And and I fussed about it's too, it's too hot in the summer for minor league baseball or whatever kind of baseball you want. And unless you can address that, you're never going to get people sitting out there in the middle of the summer. It's humid and it's hot here. The end. The, you can't put corrugated parents, on top of people. The parents and the girlfriends will come and watch. They will, and, that's, and that's fine, but that's not the community. This is not a community that supports anything beyond their high school football or sports or their local restaurant. The end. Wow. And I don't even know. Do we even support like a non-chain restaurant? Because that's hit and miss. Well, I disagree. We've got several. We have them. operated that do fairly well. We have them. Are they are they that well supported? Well, I think any night you can walk down here to Zapata's and it's covered up. Okay, and there are exceptions. I didn't say yeah. none of them. Yeah, but I'm just saying we like chain restaurants. We like high school sports. The end. Wow, you're a little bitter today. No, I'm giving you that's Texarkana. If you're going to ask me, somebody calling in from out town, hey, tell me about your city. Here's what we like: we like chain restaurants and we like high school athletics. Other than that, eh. That's not bitter. That's reality. My, t- convince me I'm wrong. Convince me I'm wrong. Are you that guy sitting there with the table and a cup of coffee? That meme? Convince me I'm wrong. Convince me I'm wrong. Zapata's is really 
I know. I got you. You gave that example. It's a great example. And we do have that kind of thing, but it's just not. There's there's one of those. There's 20, 30, whatever, chain restaurants. And not all of them successful. They don't all stick around. No, they don't all stick around. We're a very fickle eating crowd. We are. Um, Hopefully, we're going to get TLC back, which for years this community supported. Sure, sure did. And uh, I think that's another great example. Um, so it's funny; those are located downtown, and those do yeah. pretty well. You know, I'm a I'm a fan of uh, the dugout, and they seem oh, to be I'm doing sure. very well. Yeah. So as I'm thinking here, more are coming to mind. Are they doing well at night? Or are they doing well during the I, day? I don't know. I, I I wonder if they're not a crowd that's that's really centered on the Cooper Tire. Yeah, I don't know. Community I, I, over I, I'm in the dugout, and I I haven't been there as often since they opened the new restaurant, yeah. but they've been good. When I go to Reggie's, it's very much frequented. Now they're only able to open during the day because they Burger don't place, there. burger place, oh, I burger agree. place. I agree. It's hamburgers. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, it's We hamburgers. love a hunk of swap. We high guys 100% yes. when we go eat our hamburgers I here. Know. Yeah. I know. It's I weird. mean, Wayne's for years was a, a place that people flocked to. Yep. So we've got examples of, of some local places that people support. But as long as they sell burgers. That's typically t- But you know, I found that out when I opened my restaurant in the village. People want hamburgers. Yeah. I didn't have hamburgers on the menu originally. We switched in, put hamburgers, and we didn't do French fries. We Ooh. ended up having to do fries. People want fries and hamburgers. Where are you from? Well, I didn't want to deal with the deep fryer and what it does as far as uh, your kitchen area. You're not one of those tater tot guys or chips. No, we just chips. Were, we were chips. chips. Yeah, we were using chips. Oh man, it was a golf course. People were going to the oh, golf course. I didn't no. figure they wanted greasy fries. They're old men. They want nothing but grease. I know. Extra cholesterol, please. <laughs> we're gonna take a break. I hear music. It's 15 minutes after five o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan 107.9. Quick timeout. We'll come right back. Segment two next. You don't go anywhere. Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty ILO ISD. Eighteen minutes after five o'clock, leaving the yard. Uh, Zach and the professor. 903-735-9905. That is our Sonic Hotline. By the way, Jordan Angel says that Ironwood people. That's true. Support Ironwood. Yes, and as I but said, they sell hamburgers too. <laughs> yes, as I said, they're the Zapatas of the Grove. Okay. There's a couple of them. There's there's a handful of. I'm not saying I'm not saying there are zero restaurants. I'm just saying that's yeah. that's our thing. We eat. We're eating crowd. That's what here. we support. Eat and drink. Hopefully yeah. together. Well, I'm gonna go out and support the wine festival this week. So I'm not go. gonna run anybody over. Cause, you sure? Yeah, because it's five dollars a glass, <laughs> and that's why you do it like I'll that. I'll buy a bottle and I'll go home. <laughs> I'll get a couple of tastes. That tastes good. Here, yeah. Here's ten bucks. Give me the bottle. I'll go to the house and They'll drink. Give it. you the bottle. Yeah, they'll sell, they're there to sell their wine. It's a it's a marketing thing. Yeah, we're kind of lowballing them at ten bucks, aren't you? Well, these may be it, some very all right, primo all right, vinos. All right, if it's primo vino, I will be buying it. <laughs> I'm more 
likely to buy the ten dollar bottle. You're the paper bag wine drinker. Um, is that you? It all comes in paper bags. <laughs> yeah, but some people take them out of the bag. It's not Mad Dog 2020 <laughs> or anything. I'm just saying, I'm more likely to buy a ten dollar bottle of wine than I am a twenty dollar bottle of wine. All right, Grady, I got you. I'm just saying, they no need. Mm. Grady drink Ripple, by the way. <laughs> I don't drink Ripple. Well, you should. I'm not a Ripple drinker. You'd run somebody over then. <laughs> I like a nice. Yeah. Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, what was that? Do that again? Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, wait. Yeah. Look at you, Mr. Yeah. International. You are a soccer guy. I am pretty That's I, all soccer see, right there. It's an acquired taste. <laughs> if you're an American, you'd have said Mogan David, by God. You wouldn't have said all that Frenchy word and you doing right there. Well, they make it out in California, don't they? Because that, that stuff they make in France is 20 bucks a bottle and I ain't buying it. You well, are a. Uh, it may not be Mogan David, it's like, but it's some domestic producer. That's all my dad would drink. Mogan, Mogan David. David. Yeah, that was his thing. I've never even tasted it. Really? That's his thing, though. He loved the Mogan David when he was alive. See, I, I, I'm the same way with, with rum. It's, I drink <laughs> Ron Rico. I think they make it in Kentucky. Really? <laughs> wow. I think it's Kentucky it's, rum. It's, it's the actual thing, huh? <laughs> Down in the islands, get it from- <laughs> it's near beaches if you take it with you. <laughs> <laughs> or if you got some sand in your box. That's it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, 903-735-9905. The uh, NBA playoffs will resume tonight. Oh, do they? Yeah. yeah I don't think yeah. there's any games on tonight. Uh, no, there are none. Well, I would hope so. <laughs> the boy told me. The boy said there's no games tonight. Wow. He said we're going to watch another episode of uh, Ozark. Wow, maybe he didn't want to watch any more NBA. Maybe he wanted to watch that little blonde <laughs> girl on Ozark. After staying up watching the Mavs last night, he, he may have lost his taste. You know, this is my problem. And I know those of you out there who are listening, uh, if you still are, um, don't care. But I'll, I'll say it anyway. The Mavericks in the playoffs in the Western Conference are just murdering my life. Why? Those games don't oh. end until butt crack at dawn, practically. Yeah, yeah it's, and I got to cut a sports break before I before I turn in for the night. You know, at least when the Ranger season is in full bloom, you're into summer. You don't have to get up the next yeah, morning. Nobody really cares he anyway. Stays on the West Coast. Yeah, I'm not staying up for now a that Mariners they've gotten game. hot. You're gonna they beat fall. the Phillies. <laughs> wow! Can't they get the Reds next? I was gonna say, I hope since he's on the schedule. <laughs> No kidding. Hey, they're nine and fourteen now. The yeah, Rangers. No, I know. They've turned it around. They've beaten up they're the Bills. They're the Pelicans of the American <laughs> League. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's big talk. Pelicans are actually in the playoffs. Oh, my friend. Yeah, it was big it's, talk. This juggernaut. Once Simon starts hitting, <laughs> and he will. But he's not. He he will. He's not going to hit sub two hundred forever. <laughs> I would hope. <laughs> no, with what they're paying him. No, but my I'm, my bigger concern is Garcia. I, I don't know that Adalas Garcia is not going to be the new Joey Gallo. Well, they may have figured him out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know that he's not the new Joey yeah. Gallo. I mean, they've had a year to analyze his swing now. He'll hit 25, 30 home runs, and he may hit But he's got some other tools. He can run and he can do some things. So. Okay. But you got to get yeah. on base at some you point. Know, Gallo was a tremendous fielder. and Is uh, Garcia that? No, but Garcia's never – going to demand gallo type money i mean they're not going to have to ship him to the yankees not yet because he's not going to be in demand like joey gallo not yet if he figures it out he's got the tools to be a yeah. potentially big time guy and they've got the money to pay him if they decide if he figures it out but if he doesn't and that was the deal with gallo you know it would be interesting now with the the talk of outlaw and the um 
shift, shift next year. Oh, yeah. You know, Gallo could be a value again if they outlaw the shift, if they follow through with it and don't allow the shift a year from now. That will solve some of his problems. Oh, I know. As soon as that that announcement came up, people were already talking Joey Gallo Hall of Fame. I don't think that's... They were, that was the... I don't think that's the deal. It was the Twitter I, I rant. Think, I think it will certainly help his game. As opposed to being a professional hitter that can hit to more than one spot in the field. Well, here's the problem. Gallo makes his money with lift. Oh, I get it. And now he's playing in a ballpark that favors lift to right field. Yeah. And so it's... For him to commit to going away just doesn't make a lot of sense because he's paid by the dinger, not paid by the average. It does with a two-strike count in the winning run at second base, and you hit away from the shift and drive in the winning run and not hit into the shift because you're swinging for the fences every time. Well, we can sit here and we can criticize Bronx baseball and their approach. Right now they're killing it. Oh, I'm not. And they're a no, bunch no, of bombers. No, I'm not. I'm not criticizing New York Yankee baseball. I'm saying but, Gallo can change his game. And when you say it. that that is the pretty much what they've committed to in New oh, York, it's no not question. just Joey Gallo. Oh no, 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 no question. And it'll be interesting to see if they let Judge walk or not after this season. I don't think they'll let him walk. But they're a team that has committed more than anyone to. We're just going to bomb you. Yes. We're the we're the three point shooting home run hitting Yankees. And we're just going to outscore you and bomb you to death. And when when Judge or Stanton are hot, they're going to have a run like yeah. this. And when they and they'll all cool off. Yeah. And when they do, they'll go on a well, streak of losing eight the, out of nine. The problem in recent years hasn't been cool off. They just get so injured so often. Yeah. They're in and out of the lineup. When you're able to get them all healthy and can bunch them together, yeah. it's tough. Yes, but they're never all healthy yeah, and they're never all together. Yeah, that's been the problem as much as anything. They put up some big numbers, but. They're not playing 162. And it's still a game-changing in defense. I mean, say what you want. Is it? Yes, I think it still I is. I don't think so. Really? You, you don't need pitching and you don't need defense? No, I think it's. I think the home run has become the three-point shot. They just want to hit bombs. Yeah, well, if you've got superior pitching, it doesn't matter how many bombs you can swing for. Superior pitchers are going to be superior well, pitchers. That's why they are who they are. It's not the old method of superior pitchers, which was putting money in starting pitching and win series with that. Today, superior pitching is one-arm guys. Yeah. Oh, if no. you can put together three or four one-arm guys one and ride uh, – One inning, excuse me. Uh, one-arm. Pete Gray's not yeah, coming back. I got to say, that's kind of weird. <laughs> One-inning one guys. I'm watching Power-arm power one-inning guys is, is it now. I mean, that's that's what it's about. Because it's cheap. It's affordable. Yeah, it's a more affordable way. Yeah. And to be honest, because you're not tying up five to – six seven years on a power arm one inning guy it and they tend to have off years every two or three years yeah. well then run him next year don't don't keep him around well, yeah they do and they're they're expendable yeah no i i get all that and it's why the home run numbers work right now because you're facing all power pitchers yeah. who are providing you velocity yeah. You don't have to be a great hitter. You just got to make contact. Yeah. They'll give well, you it pops off the yes, bat. Now. They'll give you that, which I and I get having big power arm guys for that kind of style. But I also see you got to have some pitchers who can change speeds. But I don't know if the major leagues are are there right now. I don't think it's going to take a while to come back around. They're to interested in guys that can throw hard for yeah. one inning, and they're interested in guys well, that can hit the guys that throw hard for one inning. We say all that and look at the start Michael's off to. He's having a great year so far. And and he is not a power arm. Michael Walker. 
as you and I both well know, and he's no, he's it's living a great changeup pitcher. Yeah, yeah, which may have its time right now with all these guys swinging for the fences because you know when right-handers come into Fenway, what are they trying to do? Oh, you're, you're jerk, jerking it over the, uh, the wall, yeah. the green monster. Yeah. Short, short, and I'm going high. I'm definitely lifting the yeah. ball as much as I can. Yeah. And with a, with a change-up guy, although I don't love him in that park, but See, with a change-up guy. It may fit him because he's not bringing power pitching. He's keeping guys off balance. Yes, he is. And, and they're so used to seeing nothing but these power arms. And here now, once a month, I'm seeing a Michael Walker type. Yeah. I think it's throwing some people off right now. The, the problem for Michael has been, these are still professional great hitters, is – how many times can you let them see him? You know, and it looks like about two times max. Yeah. Which plays into the power arm and thing. And the other problem for him is you can make a mistake with a fastball. You can't make a mistake with a changeup. No. You can't leave a changeup up. Yeah. Or now it is guys trotting around the bases on yeah. you. That, that's, the, that's the difficulty. I mean, he's always going to give up some dingers. That's, that's fine. But... Throw strikes and you win. Yeah. You stay around. I tell you the impressive starts Verlander. I don't know what they did. If they put something bionic up in there or what, but he seems to be Verlander again. Maybe Kate's feeling frisky again. <laughs> or maybe she's not. Maybe he's got his mind on his game now. Maybe I have a kid. Is she uh, is she in the family way? They may have taken uh, Verlander back into focus here. I'm just saying. He's juice because. I'm just saying. He's got his mind right again. He's not getting any action. The honeymoon, honeymoon's over. He can go back to being Verlander. Wow. Just saying. Think I, am I lying? I I'm not privy to their love life. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> but, am I lying? Maybe he's just hanging out with Frank Thomas. I don't know. <laughs> really? I don't know. Hence the big hurt, huh? All right. <laughs> it's 529. We'll take the break. Leaving the yard, Zach and the Professor on the fan, 107.9. I want to thank the folks over at Budweiser, Fast Signs, the Party Factory, Stuart Title, and High Tech Signs for hanging with us as we bring you Leaving the Yard on the fan, things to uh, notate before we get rolling here on the second part of the program uh, congratulations to the uh, Texas High Boys golf team they're getting on the road this week to head to the uh, state golf tournament to a chance for a chance uh, for uh, either the team or the star to pick up some hardware yeah, they, this weekend uh, Thomas you, Curry of course you you well. Thomas I suspect to be in the competition for the medalist and then uh, as a team, they're as good as anybody. It's, for two days, you never know. It's the right course. I saw Curry today and told him, you win state next week, you're coming on the show with us. He said, it's a deal. It's a deal. So if he doesn't win, 
No, we won't talk to him. He can come on the morning show. Yeah, Billy, sure. Billy can bring him on the morning <laughs> show. It's a consolation prize. On show, yeah. Yes, as a state runner-up, you're allowed to come on to the Ooh, morning show. State runner-up. All yeah. right, not bad. Uh, also, some offers floating their way out there in football. We were talking off the air about uh, PG got another one uh, heading, well, not heading, but got an offer to a Big Ten school, Vic Shaw. So congratulations to that hawk. It was interesting this morning hearing uh, Kevin Sutton talk about offers. Yeah. He was somewhat critical of until it's signed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's an offer. Talking about how many kids a year are offered. It's like versus, talking. Yeah. For, for guys and gals, it's like talking. Yeah. We're talking. You date, I've asked that question to my daughter back when she was in high school. You, you dating this guy? No, we're just talking. Yeah. What does that mean? And that's that's a good way to put it. That's yeah. a pretty good analogy. Yeah. We're talking. Yeah. Kevin talked about how each there's a pecking order of offers and- some are, yeah, you, we'd sign you today. Others, well, we've offered you. <laughs> yeah. We're interested. We've yeah. got uh, our name in the hat. Yeah. Consider us maybe. We'll see if we still consider you. Yeah. I know Rice was in town uh, this week looking around at guys. So we'll see. May have some kids heading north. May have some kids heading south. I don't yeah. know. You don't play football at Rice? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, sure. That's one I definitely... Really? Yeah, you're going to get an education... A darn good one. ...that you probably couldn't have got... Yeah. ...into that school otherwise. You know... She's going to get beat up every Saturday afternoon. Yeah, but that's one of the rare times it's worth it. Really? Yeah. You know, as I was debating this morning, I'm I'm anti-NIA football these days. I noticed this. It's Um, a little thing all of a sudden. Yeah, it is. I've, I've decided we need to do better. NIL. What's better? Um, I'm so excited. NIL is going to finally get the money in the athlete's pocket that they're getting some return for the risk they're taking, and that's not ever going to happen for NAI no, kids. No, no, no. It and it's just – it's not. And, and they're not getting enough anything else for it either. And so I've kind of soured on the whole idea. I'm for NAI anything else but football. I just think football takes too much wear and tear on your body for what you're getting out of it. I, I just think it's we're, we're not being fair to the kid, even though, as Kevin Sutton pointed out this morning, it's their choice. It's what they want to do. Yeah, they want to keep playing. They're not they're, going to play yeah. D1. They want to keep playing football. Yeah. They uh, love everything about it. Yeah, I think it's it's detrimental it's to de- their bodies. Yeah, but it, it, it may be the last pure part of it. Everything else is for, as you said, we're play, we're paying for big dollars to get you to come here. We're giving you massive scholarships so you can go to a school you normally wouldn't be able to afford to. Is it pure well, if we're using them to market the university? But I, how how much marketing of it is really out there? Do you think going to an NAI school? Like here's our NAI school in whatever community because we don't have football at ours. But if you had it, is it really? A big push marketing. Well, well that let me program. rephrase it. Should AM Tushkin have football? I wouldn't think so. No. At the moment, I would not think no. so. It may grow exponentially. You know, we may get another interstate like they've been talking about for 40 years, and all of a sudden we got a big population, and the school grows, you know, doubled in size. Yeah. Then and, I may have a different opinion about it. And if it. we're ended up playing even uh, FCS, I could see it. But boy, that Division Two stuff. I just it's hard for me to stomach now, and uh, I think it's exploitive. I think we're we're putting kids at risk long term. It's not like we don't know about CTE now, Chuck. We do, and we, we do. And, and we've made some improvements equipment wise. 
But have we had enough time to see that it's really made a difference? No, I don't think you have. Um, we do know what's happened to previous generations. But, I, are, but, you know, thinking about that, do we see as many? We knew before watching guys take hits they were taking, they were walking to the sideline having concussions, lots of them. I th- just keep, you know, taking a look at it with the naked eye kind of feels like I'm not seeing as many guys who are wobbling back to the sideline. They got hit hard enough. They're in wobble mode, and they're lucky to figure out which way they're going. No, we do have some, certainly. And we have some big hits where guys have hit their head on the turf or got need or whatever, and you can tell doctors are coming out. They're checking on them. They're not letting them back in games. I think we're making a lot of improvements for the players' safety. Do you think we have that at the lower levels? I think the lower levels have the same kind of pressure. Do they have on as good them. of trainers? Do they have as? Yeah, I hate to say they're not as good of trainers. I think we have some excellent so, trainers. And by at smaller good, levels. I mean, do they have as much medical professionals around on the side? No, they do not. And you know, the group I worry about most are your offensive linemen. Okay. They, they they are physically up above neck and shoulders constantly. Yes. Having interaction with another, they're having collisions, but they're yeah. they're not high speed collisions. They're constant but, collisions. Yes, they're constant, you know, slower collisions. And, and, and repetitive hits, I think, leave scar tissue on the brain, sure. and I think it's problematic. And I just don't think we're giving kids enough for. It. If we're getting them out of there in four years without a degree, as is the case many times, with student debt, which is the case many times with very little opportunity to use that for future earnings, which is the case many times. Well, most of them are going to those schools with no intent of making a future living. Yeah, but they, they want to keep playing football. But, no, I, I think a lot of them are still following the NFL dream. Well, then they've been lied to a lot. But I think it's society's lying to them. And, well, however it works. They're yeah. lying to themselves then. Yeah. You know, we, we, how, many, how many players got drafted this last week? We had seven rounds, so what, 210 kids, 250 kids. And then each team probably signed another 10 in free agency on average. So you're looking at maybe another 300 kids, maybe. So you're looking at 500-ish kids who were playing college football this year have at least gotten a chance to be invited to go to an NFL camp and see if they can actually make the team. And of that number, of that number, that 17 that each team roughly has – they may keep four of them. So you're talking about 100 to 150 rookie players who are going to get a chance to catch on in the NFL that came out of all of college this See, year. This sounds like a lottery to me. It is a lottery. And, and do you are you a proponent of lotteries? I'm not, I'm not against uh, and, them. And, Again, and, it's your choice. You put uh, your dollar down on the counter. That's your choice. Nobody okay. forced you. Are lotteries... Regressive or lotteries taking advantage of yes, yes. You, Poor you, people. What you've tend, described to me yes, but it's all choice, Tony. Yes. They get the option. Yes. I got I got my dollar for my paycheck. Yes. I can put it up there on the counter. What you've just described is a lottery. Yes, and and people willingly go and slap yes. down that money every day, every day. And so, do you feel good that the states have adopted lotteries? Do as I, a, I don't feel either way about it. I really don't. I don't feel either way. I, I agree. It is a it is a tax primarily on the poor people who are looking for the golden ticket. They they want to own the candy factory, and we all know they're not going to own the candy factory. And every time we get a lottery winner house show 
or we get a I won the lottery show. Or Washita got its first player ever drafted. It's it's, it's the a, lottery. It's the lottery. The odds. And that's what we're selling to these young guys that are playing football. Right. We're selling a lottery. Yes. And the guys who are at Alabama, the odds are much better. Yes. And the guys and that's who why are I'm not criticizing Division One college football or Power Five college football. Well, it's still a lottery. But it's much less of one because if you've advanced that far, you know your odds much better. Yes. But it's, it's still a lottery. Yes. But you know, and with NIL now, there's payment up front sure. for that. Yes. Which there used to not be. No, I agree. And so I feel a lot better about college football than I am. Did you see that bull crap today of the SEC and Pac-12 in yes. Washington? Come save us from ourselves. It's basically I, we, don't, we, I don't ever remember seeing them lobbying Congress when coaches' salaries got out of control. No, they got them out of control. They got them out of control. By golly. The, the NCAA's the schools got the coaches' salaries out when of control. When it's middle-aged white guys getting it, it's okay. Yes. But when it's young African-American guys? Save us. That's what they're doing. That's It's boy. insanity. That when I saw that the Pac-12 and SEC were there lobbying Congress today to get control of NIL. Yeah. They're, so we never got control when Nick was making all those Aflac commercials. No. God bless him. We need more ducks. No, it's insane. To, to this week, I can't. I'm, I was looking for it while you were talking earlier. I can't remember which coach it was. I got to find it. We got some coach who got fired because he didn't go out and get nil money for his kids. I I have to look at because I cannot remember the school. He was falling behind competitors in his conference because he wasn't the athletic director, not the head football coach. He was not actively out there pursuing nil deals for his players. And basically got fired. And he said as much. I wasn't going out looking for money for the kids for NIL as a result. It has nothing to do with wins and losses. So although why was will. his justification for not going out to get the money? That's not what he's doing. That's not my job. That's it not my now. job. It's not his job now. It's somebody else's job yeah. or it will be. But on one hand, we've got that. And on the other hand, you got the power conferences showing up at D.C. to say to our congressmen who have lots of things they need to be doing – We've got to figure out a way to manage the NIL that's going on or we're all going to be in trouble. And the same week we get word out of Arkadelphia, Henderson State's just dropping its academic programs, but we're keeping football. Did you see all the programs they dropped this week? I didn't didn't see it. Google that during the break. Do I need to? Oh, you're going to get mad. Oh, no, you're going to feel good about it. Yeah, you're going to feel good about small college football. (laughs) Because we're dropping the history department, the uh, biology department. What? Oh, yeah. What do you mean we're dropping the departments? We're just dropping them. You can't major in those things anymore at Henderson State. Are you kidding me? No. What can you major in? Football? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kinesiology is going to be a whole bunch of trainers coming out. Is that what you're telling me? Coaches and it's, trainers. I'm telling you, it's, it's mind-boggling the decision Henderson State made this week. Yeah, sounds like one we got to get somebody on the air with. I don't think they talked to us at Henderson State. Why not? Well, the coach years ago didn't want to. Oh, no, he just didn't want to come to town. Well, that's who you're bad. You're a bad man. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back. It's 46 minutes after 5 o'clock. The rant has just begun. We'll come back. Last segment next here on Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan 1079.
All right, we are back. 12 minutes till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the Fan 107.9. You know, years ago, and you're reading about the hard times at Henderson State. Yes. They've been hit by pandemic. They've been hit by other things. You know, a few years ago, 10 years ago, that was Texas County College. But yeah. we were afraid TC was going to close the stores. What did they decide to get rid of? Athletics. Baseball. Yeah. yeah. Gone. Right decision, wrong decision. That's the right decision. It's a university. Well, no, it's, it's a two-year college, but it's you know, a, well, st- you know what I meant. Yes. Wrong word. But it's, it's an academic institution. How about it that? It serves the community still giving affordable educational opportunities to students who are serious about going to college. If you're serious about going to college or serious about jump-starting your life with higher education, whether it's in one of their terminal programs over there or whether it's in a, a two-year program to get you ready to go out here to A&M Tushkana, they've got that providing the community at a very affordable price. But you know what? They had to cut baseball. They had to cut golf. They had to yep. cut softball. Stinks. It was yeah. the right decision. Yeah. Hard decision. Right decision. Do you think they're almost down because they cut this? No. So that's another problem I have with using your athletics. If it's not doing the job, if it's not marketing, which is what it's there for, and if it's not bringing people in, unless you're bringing them in just as student athletes to pay to play. I don't know. There's a lot there. There's a lot I need to unpackage. We hadn't had this conversation to this detail. I need to unpackage some of this. Bring it back around. By the way, I I, I hate to skip my intro on the fourth. Tomorrow on Kirk and Company. Uh, Razorback. Billy Lavender will be in here. Oh, so it's Billy Lavender and Company. Well, that's pretty much the Billy Lavender show on Friday. We're all aware of this. This isn't new. Just making sure we're all aware. Yes. Where are the Razorbacks baseball right now? They kind of slumped a bit after losing a series or two. Yeah, they lost A&M. Big deal. Yeah, they fell out of the... Out of the top five or six, I think they're yeah. down like 10, 11. They'll be fine. Oh, I'm not saying they won't. They'll still host. They'll host a super. They got a bunch of kids up there. <laughs> and, you know, they're because of their lottery system, they've got such a – you know, the state lottery of Arkansas? Yeah. You know who one of the benefactors is? Is the University of Arkansas baseball team. Really? Because they can take their lottery money that they get to provide with students – and shove a lot of it into their baseball program Smart. to make up for the lack of money that they can give scholarships. Which, of all the universities in the country, they ought to have no issue about baseball and money. They pack them in at Baum. Yeah. They ought to have a crap ton of money yeah. coming out of that baseball program. And now they're going to have NIL that's going to help them even better. And so, But, yeah, that's one of the reasons. that Remember that we had the guy with his documentary yeah, online? Yeah, yeah, and, and he points out in his documentary, University of Arkansas is very smart about using their state lottery money to help their baseball players. I'm going to go back to the AD that I was, I was mentioning earlier lost his job because of the NIL stuff. Yeah, I, I'm wondering if I'm an, an athletic director out there right now and I'm watching that. Not at Big U, State U. We know they're going to be fine. But any of the smaller universities out there that are serious about trying to keep a competitive athletic program in place, football. I mean, this is the conversation of football. How many ADs are right now going, oh, crap. That's not really what I do. Our marketing folks go out and do marketing. Our sales folks go out and sell revenue for the programs, for banners in the, you know, the arena, whatever. 
am I going to have to be the guy that starts going around and glad-handing businesses to give my offensive linemen 50 grand each or none like Texas, well, five you, grand you're each? You're going to hire people to go do that. Well, gonna, but are you at schools? Are you going to yeah, do that? you're going to have to. I don't know how you are. Well, we've we're, got, we're reading about Henderson that barely's hanging on. I won't name any names. We used to have a school district here in town that employed someone as a grant writer. Sure. And it pays that, for itself. It pays for itself. Yes. If you can employ a grant writer to write enough grants to get you enough money, yes. you can pay their salary. Yes. It's the same thing if you're an athletic program in college. You're going to have to hire someone to go get out and beat the bushes and get those deals for those kids. And if they do, and then attendance goes up and you get a little TV time, they pay for themselves. It's a brand new line on job description when you're starting to look for an AD. Do I have to show my experience in getting NIL money for kids? Well, I think you're going to have to show your experience in keeping it, keeping the circus organized because mm-hmm. a big part of it is going to have to say to Booster A, hey, I appreciate it, but, uh, you know, Bijan's got a Lambo. He's got one year of eligibility left. He's probably going to go pro. Let's move a little money over here to these young defensive ends that uh, I think are a big part of our future success. And, and I think they're going to need some coaching up, the boosters. I think the, the zeal is going to be there. They're, they're going to want to help. But I think at times the athletic department's going to have to focus them on, well, I think that one's got enough. Maybe this individual or this group over here. Or we're hearing Xavier Worthy's about to consider in California. Could we sweeten the pot him for a little bit? And, and I think it's going to be a management, unlike a salary cap where you've got to, you only have so much. It's, we know where the honey holes are, and we've got to spend it right. I am envisioning now, listening to this and having this conversation today, you know, we, we are starting to see, NBA teams are starting to put a logo for some business. Yes. I'm seeing college football in particular with kids having their own unique sponsor they're doing. Well, that's not allowed in the NIL deal. What's well, not right now? It can't be on the plane. If they're on game day, they can't make money that day. Have you read the NIL rules? No. Like They can't make money that day. So they can't, they can't be hawking a product on game you day. You can't be hawking a product on game day. You can't be signing autographs after the game and get a check at the stadium. Now, you can go off over here at this watering hole or at this location, yeah, yeah. but while you're at... At the stadium. Yeah. Can't do it. Hey, how much time we got left? About two minutes. To what? The greatest signing ever may be about to happen at A&M. Really? Yeah. Did you see no. this? Today? Oh, no. They may build this kid a statue before he gets on campus. Wait. I thought it was Alabama and Texas. I'm telling you. Those were one and two. You're talking about Manning, right? No. No? No. You haven't seen the news today? No. I've been working today. Kyle Rittenhouse says he wants to be an Aggie after being asked to leave Arizona State by his uh, fellow students. He showed up in College Station, posted pictures, and said, I think I found my home. Oh, my God. I thought yeah. you were talking about Manning for a second. Archer was oh. coming here. If you're yeah. a you'd rather have Rittenhouse. Why? Come on, Chuck. Why? You talk about the 
perfect marriage? <laughs> Do I have to say it? No. Yeah. No. I'll tell you, he may be the first student to have a statue built before he even gets on campus. He's the perfect recruit. <laughs> Can you imagine his NIL deal? No. That's why they're in, that's why they're in DC asking for help. No. No. What? No. <laughs> There's got to be regulations on what you can get NIL for. No. No. There's never been a student more suited for an institution. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Uh, tomorrow night, I'm gone. It's a double header for Arkansas. Again, they got to finish out the oh season. Lord. It's senior night tomorrow night. Keith's got game tomorrow night. Texas High, first game of their three-game playoff series. They start at six. So I only got to go 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah you'll be all right. And then uh, Liberty Ilo begins their series tomorrow as well. So we got baseball going I'm not on. A all power arm. I can't just <laughs> every day an inning, one <laughs> inning every single day. Uh, and I feel bad for the Razorbacks. We didn't get to talk about it. Lost the uh, they had they they got they got a bad deal yesterday because Whitehall beat El Dorado the night before, which was not supposed to happen. Yeah. If it had gone the way it was supposed to happen, Razorbacks are still in the conversation about making the postseason. But when they got that win and Arkansas High lost to Lake Hamilton last night. Tiebreaker now belongs to Whitehall, which means the Razorbacks are effectively eliminated from the state tournament, and they'll finish out things tomorrow night at home against Pine Bluff for a couple of games. By the way, Riddle wants to know why you gave up so many runs while you were doing play-by-play. Boy, you know how this worked? We're running out of time. He's there. He gets all seven runs. I'm calling it. I give up all ten for for uh, uh, Lake Hamilton. It's a disaster. You need to get a new voice of the Razorbacks. You're going to. We're taking a break. (laughs) 24 hours back tomorrow. They weren't wrong. How about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success 